I know it's in the middle of the week, it's a little random, but I thought of this vote over Shabbos and I have to share it. And this Shabbos I have to give a vote on Lag Boimer because Erev Shabbos is Lag Boimer. So, here it is. In Acharim Eskadoshim, we talk about the Avodah Zerah Moilich. This Shrek, I think it's Machlekes, about what exactly it is. They're, they're bringing the kid through fire, they're actually sacrificing the child. Does the priest hold the child? Does the father hold the child? Okay. Patsik says that the, the person who does the Avera, does the sacrificing, and the whole family also terrible things. The only sacrifice, only the sacrificer is Chayef Misa, but the whole family gets a shout out. So Rashi's bothered. What did Mishpacha do? They didn't do anything wrong. Why are they involved? And Rashi says that if one person in the family is off, something dirty about them, then the whole family has to be dirty. And I'm reading this Rashi. It's such a pillar. Says who? We know, unfortunately, nowadays, there's a wave of from children who are going off the derech. They don't understand what Yiddishkeit is. They never tasted a relationship with Hashem. And they're out wandering, looking for themselves. That means the whole family is lost? If one kid is dirty, the whole family is dirty? It's not true. Elamai. It is true. If there's someone in the family who's dirty, and the parents, and the family, and the siblings all say, this kid is gone. This kid's dirty. There's something wrong with him. He's a black sheep. Then yeah, then the whole family is therefore to blame. But, if the family looks at this kid and says he's a beautiful Tyre Neshama, there's nothing wrong with him. There's nothing broken about him. He's lost. He's confused. But he's going to come right back. He's not dirty. There's nothing putrid about, about this Neshama. It's the, the, the purest Neshama. Neshama shouldn't to be Tyre. There's something off. Something's wrong. Something's confused. He's, he's having a bad couple of years. Then, of course, the family has nothing, nothing to do with it. Then there's no blame on the family. The only reason that Rashi says that the whole Meshpach is to blame because they're looking at this kid, at the Balavera, as dirty. Wow. This, and, and this week's parsha, Rabbi Akiva pipes up in Rashi. The Torah says, Oh, my Rabbi Akiva, Zeklagodol Batayra. I heard a Rabbi Breitowitz said this week. What does it mean, Zeklau Godel Batayra? It's an interesting question. What do, the, what do those words mean? What is the Klau Godel Batayra? What is the big Klau? What is the big move that you can do to be Kailal anyone into Tyra? Someone who doesn't understand Tyra, he doesn't even have a relationship with it, never learned Tyra, how are you going to bring him in? How, how are you going to be Kailal him into Tyra? That's the key. That's how you bring someone into Tyra. Maestro Shohei, a famous story with Iran Leib. What happened? You only found out about the story at the end of the story. So it starts at the end. There was a kid who was going off the derech. B'nai Bracher, the son was lost. To the point that when he came home for Shabbos, finally, he came to spend Shabbos with his family, he was smoking on the porch. He was really, really gone. He felt very disconnected. But the parents showed him absolute love. Family, hey, you're a brother. Okay, we know you're going through stuff. Shabbos afternoon. The father decided, I don't know, got into his head. He said, you know, hey, I'm going to share by Rabbi Leib. You want to come? This kid had no interest in rabbis, no, t no, no tar, nothing. But he said yes. And the father was a little taken aback, but he hit it. He said, hey, if he's coming along for a share, bring him along. Why not? And 
He came. He sat through the entire year and he listened. My father was just confused. Like, what's he even doing here? Looks like he's enjoying. He went after the shear to say shkoyach, to say good Shabbos to Rav Leib. And the kid, when he got to the father, so the father explained, when he got to Rav Leib, so the father leaned in and he explained that, you know, this is my son, he's a Machal Shabbos. So Rav Leib looked at him, gave him a warm shalom aleichem, good Shabbos. And he said, how many years have you been Machal uh, Shabbos? Been, been going off the derech. It said about uh, two, three years. And, and how many times in the last two, three years did you think about doing tshuva? And the Gadolador asks you, the kid thinks. I'd say about probably 20, 30 times. It's a couple of years. And he said, and each time was for how long? He said, yeah, not more than a minute. Okay, so for about 20, 30 minutes, you thought about doing tshuva. Avaron Leib looked at him and said, Give me a bracha. Give me a bracha. I mean, now the kid's just confused. He said, You don't understand. <laughs> he said, I will never be where you are. You've had 30 minutes of tshuva that I will never be able to have. Give me a bracha. So sheepishly, the kid gave the God of a bracha. And from that, that point on, he started being chayzeh v'tshuva. After a couple of months, Baruch Hashem, the kid was back in yeshiva and he was doing well, he was healthy. And the father said, why did you say yes? Why did you agree to come with me to Ashir? You were not holding in Shirim. And the kid said, you're right, I was not. But, when I was a kid in yeshiva, Rav Aaron Leib came to give us a fahar. I was a little kid. First grade, Priyune, something around there. And Rav Aaron Leib would ask questions, not hard questions, but questions, go around the class. And he came in with a little bag of candies, little taffies, and if you got an answer right, he'd give you a taffy. All right, he's going around the class, ask the question, taffy. Give a good answer, taffy, answer, taffy. He came to me, asks me a question. No clue. I didn't know. No, I'm, I'm not a brainiac. I'm, I, I'm a little, I was a little behind in learning. I don't know. Okay, next, next, next. My friend Leib comes back to me and says, uh, another question. Asks him a little easier, doesn't get it. Seder, next, 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 next. I'm a, I was very embarrassed. He gave me a third chance. It was like a, a relatively easy question, but I didn't know it. I just, I just didn't know what we were learning. Seder, I didn't get my candy. Said Shkayach, gave us all a bracha, and we all started heading out, filing out the door for recess. I was about to leave, and Aaron Leib calls me over. I walk over to the Gadolador, and he says, give me your hand. I held out my hand, and he put three taffies in my hand. He said, Sadik, you have to know this. In Klal Yisrael, we don't get schar for answers. We get schar for amelos. You worked on three questions, and they only worked on one. You get three taffies. He said, I will never forget that, ever. That changed my entire view on life, my, my view of G'daylam. And although I was in a very, very dark place, when you said that Aaron Leib was giving a share, I could still feel the sweetness, that warm handshake, and the love in his eyes, and I couldn't say no. I wanted to feel that again. Thank you for taking me to the share.
With Ava, you could be cuddled anyone back into Tyre. Anyone. And as long as you don't look at him like he's dirty, like there's something wrong with him, then he'll come back. He will be back. And then it's not your fault. But once you look at him like he's dirty, like there's something wrong, it's a defect. Then it's your fault. Then it's the family's fault. Wir haften der Wecher,